live in the San Francisco Bay Area. Joe lives in LA. Uh, each week we call it one another and we just catch up. <laughs> that is the worst joke I've ever made. Sit on this crucifix <laughs> and you're like, oh my gosh, this. Stop, stop, stop. Ow! Yeah, I went there, Mike. I went there, motherfucker. Hey, Joey. Hi, Mike. Hey, Joey. Hi, Mike. No one would ever go to this what? many sex-sounding gay bars. Down a spiral staircase? With a <laughs> dancing monkey? Seriously. <laughs> Did you buy dog Viagra? Joey, it was nice catching up with you. Go, go to hell, Mike. Hey, Joey. Hello, Mike Lawson. And hello to everybody listening. My name's Mike, and that's Joe. I live in the San Francisco Bay Area. Joe lives in L.A., and we have been friends for over a decade. And each week we call one another and we catch up. Yes, we do, Mike Lawson. That's what we do every week. Um, how are you? What's going on? I'm doing well. Good. Um, I have two theme songs that I want to play. For. Should we just jump right in? Yeah. Um, if you didn't join us last week, uh, I told Joe that I purchased him a few theme songs as a Christmas present, which if you think about it, is a really lousy gift. It's like Oh, I like it. When Homer bought Marge a bowling ball cuz no, like he, because... he gets as much out of it as she did. No, those are good ones. Those are good gifts because okay. uh it's thoughtful. You know, mm-hmm. I've talked to a lot of people in the podcasting world who said like, "Oh, I wish I, I would have thought of that." Hmm. And also um it's funny. Okay. Well, we have two um, potential theme songs to play. We played two last week. Uh, we really liked one of them last week, and I think both of them this week are going to blow those out of the water. So. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I'm excited. So do you want to play the first one first? The one that's labeled number one? Sure. Okay. I'm playing it now. <laughs> it's not just catching. <laughs> It's catching up. <laughs> it's catching up with Joe and Mike, and it's gonna be a lot of fun. And they're gonna tell a lot of stories about how they've known each other. And Joe will tell about his cousin, who's a year younger and is also gay. And you are really gonna like, especially when Mike says to Joe, no, Joe says to Mike, go to hell, Mike. <laughs> you know what? That was horrible. <laughs> that is, that's gonna be tough to top that one. That's gonna be really tough, right? Yeah. Um, if you don't know, I guess we should say that's Big Fatty. Um, we've referenced him on this show before. And uh, he has a podcast. How would you describe his podcast, Joey? Um, imagine if you got a peek into a crazy person's head. <laughs> oh, wait, and yeah. then there was a crazy person in that crazy person's head, and then you got a peek into that person's head. <laughs> it's like listening to the voice, voices that's a uh, crazy. No, hold on. It's like listening to the voices that a crazy, the voices in the head of a, the voices of a crazy person. That was really complicated. BigFattyOnline.com. Why don't you go listen to it and you tell us what you think of it? Um, you could also search Big Fatty in iTunes and you can find him. You've pretty much just clinched our uh, position in the beginning of the show. <laughs> um, not true. But um, uh, there's a second one. Should we just jump right into that? Jump that right into one? the second one. Okay, I'm excited for the second one. It's catching up with Mike and Joe. One's in LA and one's in San Francisco. Every week they call each other and catch up with one another. They've been friends for over a decade long. You can listen at cupodcast.com. I had no reaction to that because that one's actually really good. It's good, right? Yeah. Um, I found myself kind of like singing it around the yeah. house this week after I got it. Uh-huh. Um, we have the one lady that I argued with, and Jam- she lives in Jamaica. Mm-hmm. She's going to be sending one this week. It's due on Wednesday. Uh-huh. So hopefully we'll have one more, or I'll be writing a nasty review for her and getting my $5 back. But I, I feel like either way I'm going to write it. Pretty scathing review. <gasps> oh, if she really? hears this before she sen- sends it. 
Well, I don't care. I'm going to be writing a nasty review. Why? Because our communication was just bad. And she she was like, well, what do you want? And I was like, uh, what I paid for. Remember? And I told you, like. Yeah. She was like, do you want this and this? And I was like, I guess. And she's like, those are extra. I don't like it. Um, So this this one was good. You should have said, Jamaican me crazy. Mon. Yeah. Um, Cool. So those are the theme songs uh, that we have. I genuinely uh, like. Well, I like both of them actually. I would love for both of them to be the, the beginning. Yeah. Um. Cool. So, what else, Joey? What's up with you? Hey guys, it's Joe. I'm breaking in here for a little bit. I'm gonna play you my first personal story, but as told to friend of the show Beth. And so the female you hear in the story is Beth, and she's gonna be reacting to the story I'm telling her. I'll explain why I'm doing this after the story. Yeah. So, uh, anyway, so my parents' water heater broke. Okay. And. I've had that happen. Yeah. It sucks. And do we need to talk about how my parents, there was a warranty on it. And they'd called them like the week before. Do you want to renew the warranty? They're like, no, we're good. Water heater breaks. (laughs) So they, <laughs> they hit a button. They were like, "Cling." <laughs> no, okay. Well, well my mom is dumb. Tick, tick, tick. <laughs> my mom is dumb because she calls him and says, "You know, I want the warranty now." They're like, "Okay, great, we'll give you one." And she goes, "Okay," because the water heater broke. And they're oh, like, God. "Well, no. Now we now you have to pay for a repair, you know, and uh, then we'll do it." So, uh, they they go, "We're send a repairman. It's going to be eighty dollars for him just to look at it." Just to look at it, Beth, it was going to be $80. Yeah, that sounds normal. Yeah. She goes, ugh, okay. She goes, so my dad was like, it's going to be like $200, you know. <laughs> and um, I don't think, yeah. So the water heater guy comes. I guess it was some little spark thing or whatever. My dad wasn't there. He was at work. Yeah. And he goes, oh, you know what? It's just this. It cost me, it took me five minutes. 42 bucks. Not even like the $80. Just 42 bucks. My mom okay. was like, oh, so stoked. She's like, your dad's going to be so excited. She goes, I'm going to call him right now. And she calls him on speakerphone. And he goes, hello. Has he already, she already paid and the guy's gone? Guy's gone. Okay, good. I thought she's now making the guy like, tell him no. how much. <laughs> he goes, he goes, hello. And she goes, you'll never guess how much uh, the water heater was. Okay. Guess. $150. She goes, nope. $175. Guess <laughs> this again. It's going to take a long time. $200. No. Elapsed time. <laughs> he goes, if it was more than $200, then you should not pay it for You should call me before. She goes, no, 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 it was lower. He goes, okay. $150. <laughs> Stop. Lower. $125. Lower. $100. I'm sitting there, by the way, Beth. I'm sitting there. I'm eating lunch. I'm listening to this. Lower. I've lost interest. How is he still on the phone? $75. He hasn't said, just tell me. No. I'm Beth, I'm pulling my hair out. I'm pulling my hair out. She's like, lower, $50. <laughs> lower, $25. Higher, $30. No, it's not real. Higher, $35. It's not real. Higher, $40. Higher, $45. Lower. And I was like, no, no, it's $42. No, it was $42. It was $42. And she was like, you see, this is how he gets. This is like, see how he talks to me? He's always grumpy. <laughs> yeah, what's wrong with him? Okay. So I told this same story from my first personal story on the show. But I do not feel like it was given the the chance that Beth gave it. And so I've replaced that with this version. Now, what you're you didn't miss anything. Mike didn't really react during the story. So what you're gonna hear now, we're gonna cut right in when Mike does react to the story. So you really haven't missed anything. You're now gonna you're gonna hear right now, I finished on the story and now it's Mike. Back to the show. Is that really the story? That's really the story. <laughs> you had a boring week. No, I'm, I'm telling you, I've told this story. Because, you know, I try out stories all week. This story, in fact, my cousin Richard, 
begged me not to put this story into the podcast because he said, like, he didn't want me to waste it on the podcast. I should put it in my stand-up act. Really? Yeah. Uh, Shannon was crying. Did you tell it that long? Yeah, Mike, that, that's the that's – the, I hate to explain comedy to you. That's the the joke of the, the story. No, we got – we knew where it was going once you, once he got to, like, 200. Mm-hmm. I'm going to disagree with happening. you. I've told this story all Ugh. week. It killed. Killed. Beg, yeah. do not put it in the podcast. It should go like, – Richard was like, you're going to waste it on the podcast. Well, I dare you to put it in your stand-up act then. Oh. I dare you. I'm, I dare you. I will. I'll do it. it I'm like, I've told this story like eight times. This, I did it at the party. I went to a party. You're going to hear about that. Destroyed at the party. It was awful, Joe. Like, I, I, I'm sorry. I, it, maybe it was the delivery on the podcast. It just didn't translate well over the audio. Maybe you had to be per, in person. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not. You. I'm not criticizing. It just was really long, and you're saying that it was that you think it's gold. And I'm. I'm telling you, it, smells it like... destroyed, destroyed. So go ahead, tell me a story about uh, a woman who put a letter on your desk. <laughs> well, I'm not saying that my stories are all funny. I'm, I'm just telling saying you, that, that was a really long story. Destroyed. I mean, the only thing I'll give you is maybe, but no. I mean, I've told it. I think mean, I've only told it, except for the party. I've only told it to one person at a time. So, I don't know. Continue. Well, now you're going to say, like, everything I say is boring, but that's no, always not, the no. case. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it won't be any different from every week. <laughs> well, Joe, listen to this. Um, I went to the store, and um, it was – I went to buy something, and guess how much it was? Was it $1? No. Was it $2? No. Was it $3? Mm-mm. Was it four dollars? Nope. Mm-mm. That's my story. Oh, okay. So uh, my cousin Sal, who's Richard, I have this gay cousin Richard, who's a week younger than me, and gay, and uh, his brother had a birthday party last night in downtown Los Angeles. I just randomly grabbed a pad of paper. I didn't even use a pad of paper today. I, I, I grabbed a pad of paper to look at it, to look at my notes. But I didn't take – I put the notes on the Trello. I don't know why I just did that. Anyway, it was probably the notes for your first story. It probably was. So anyway, um, uh, I go to – I have to – It's. it rained last night. Hardcore. In, How many inches of rain? Was it six inches? No. Was it – five inches nope <laughs> and i couldn't see um uh at all so i could i know downtown la very 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 well right and i couldn't see at all but i'm driving down the freeway and um i see the eggs that i have to get off to go to the it was at this bar called uh, seven grand okay and I was like, oh, there's the exit. And I turn, and Mike, all of a sudden, I'm in, like, this abandoned bus depot. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, my God. And I was, like, driving. But then, doesn't you know, because it's a bus depot, so you just get back on. Then I got back on the freeway, right? And I get back on the freeway. I'm like, oh, my God. Immediately, lights and siren. Oh, no. I get pulled over, right? And they're like, did you have one drink? Yeah. He was like, how many drinks did you have? And then I, I went through the story. <laughs> no, so then I pull over. Right, and um, that but what, he knows it's like raining and hard to see. I know. Well, hold on for a second. So then I rolled on the window, and he's like, uh, "Are you, he was like, are you okay? You know, kind of thing." And I tell him, "But of course, okay. Well, here's the point. So you and I used to work at a company where people taught, you know, a tutoring company, mm-hmm. and I hired for them for a long time. And so I sat through tons and I mean, th- probably a thousand interviews in my." time there and the what they did was they had you teach something non-academic for five minutes to see like your personality and to see if you would be good at teaching but not necessarily to test if you were like capable of teaching the content right well yeah you don't, you don't have to teach yeah you have to teach something non-academic so you oh, you always learn silly things like how to put on lipstick or how to make sushi was a big one i don't know why but it always was a big one right or origami was huge right yeah but another one that was huge was um how to get out of a speeding ticket so oh my god i've sat through about 
probably if I saw a thousand fifty or so uh, five minute lectures on how to sit through a speeding ticket or how to get out of a speeding ticket. So over the years, I've gotten good at just doing everything I need to do to get out of a speeding ticket. You know, like I put my hands on the wheel, I turn the car off, I tell the cop everything that I'm doing. I make, you know, I make no impression whatsoever. And so uh, when he was talking to me, I had my hands and I was being super respectful. And I was just like, oh, I'm an idiot. I don't know what I'm doing, which is so true, you know. And uh, <laughs> and he goes, um, he goes, uh uh, well, have you had anything to drink tonight? And I go, no, not even a, s- a single drop. And he goes, oh, where are you going? I go, a bar. <laughs> and he was like, uh, going to get a drink. Yeah. He goes, I don't, he was a really nice guy. He was kind of hot too. He goes, I'm going to let you off with a warning. I got off without a warning, with a warning. If I was a cop and it was raining, I would be the worst cop ever. I would let people do anything. Cause I wouldn't want to get out of the car. Oh, he didn't care. Ugh, You're so wet. I know he should have given me the ticket just for making him get out of the car. Yeah, yeah, no ticket. So then I go to this bar, and it's a nice time. It's with my cousins, but I re- I realize when I'm there that I'm li- the bar is steps away from um, my friend. Uh, maybe I should change his name. I'll call him Paul. Okay, uh, my friend Paul and his boyfriend John. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you're laughing because you know his real name yeah <laughs> okay so paul and john who are uh, my uh, gay friends of mine I've, i grew up with paul live around the corner and so i text uh paul and i say hey you should come down and here with my cousins whatever now his uh boyfriend john and i we don't see eye to eye a lot we've actually gotten better we we, we can tolerate each other we, we get along now but over the years it's been very very uh testy so mm-hmm. to speak. So he goes, okay, we're going to get dressed. And we're going to come over. So they come over. John comes in. I didn't even think about this. And he looks around the room. I introduce him. And he's like, he gets, he, he, he so I go, oh, Richard, this is John. And he goes, Richard, uh, like John staring at him. And then John goes, oh, I don't know you by Richard. And I'm like, oh, shit. Then all of a sudden, John vanishes. Okay. And I go, Paul, where did John go? And he goes, oh, he went back home to get something. Right? Mm-hmm. Because here's the thing. He also met my other cousin. Uh, I won't say her name. Uh, we'll call her Nancy. Okay. Well, I'll explain off the air why not. Okay. Uh, Nancy. Is it like, Nancy. Oh, if I knew the, you're gonna have to cut all this out. If I knew the songs to Roxanne, is it Roxanne? No, 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 no. I thought no, that would oh, no. be funny if I'm no. like singing the Roxanne song, but with Nancy. <laughs> Nancy. <laughs> uh, no, so he he like runs out, and then he's gone for like 15 minutes, and then he comes back because Nancy um, is a doll designer, and so he 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 recognized her, and so he went and got. One of her dolls, because he collects dolls. He collects dolls, yeah. And to have her sign it. And so he was like, just had both my cousin Richard, who I should point out, he recognized Richard from his Instagram. <laughs> How and did he recognize him? He was fully clothed. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I know that bulge outline from anywhere. Yeah. And he goes, uh, so he was just had them cornered the whole night. So, I, well, it was good. I, I got to talk to Paul and catch up with Paul, like, without having to worry about the boyfriend. But that but, feels good. I mean, I, do, I can't speak for Richard or Nancy, but, like, it feels good to have your oh yeah, work. Your work no, they were, bo- they, they were both stoked. They were both stoked. Yeah. So, um, but uh, Richard, it was just funny. And R- Richard, <laughs> afterwards, um, Richard goes, um, John was trying to get me to like um he wants to start a business where I pose f- uh for un- with underwear and sell it on eBay. Like I, sell used underwear? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> and Richard was like, I don't know what's going on with that. And I was like, there's money to be made. No, actually in, in the old days, a long time ago, John used to make money, a lot of money off of eBay selling used underwear. Uh f- but he would have uh Paul's brother as the model. 
But like Paul's brother could take one picture in underwear and then he could sell five pairs of those underwear. Like, do you know what I mean? Like Paul's brother only had to be there for the photos. I don't know how involved he was. I know he was making like because, you know, an eBay, you can't technically sell uh, used underwear. So they like um, it's like a weird whole. Oh, you can't? No. So like this whole secret language and world where you call it different names and everybody who's buying it knows wink, wink what it is. Mm-hmm. You know, but e-commerce um, is actually really easy. Like setting up a website and just selling it using your own like Square account is fairly easy to do now. Well, like, I rem- once upon a time we relied on eBay to like process payments and stuff. But- you know, that's true. I should probably talk to John about that because John was doing this like ten years ago. Right. You know, with Paul's brother. And but he was ma- even then making like I'm not even joking, like seventy five dollars for a pair of like Fruit of the Loom worn by what? Paul's br- Yes. People are crazy. I know. What they buy stuff on eBay and stuff. Anyway, what else is going on with you? Um, well, Joey, listen to this. Uh you know that I used to live in Little Saigon and I love Vietnamese food. Mm-hmm. And it's like cheap, it's fairly healthy, it's great, whatever. So near my office in downtown Berkeley, there's this restaurant called Saigon Express, and I love it. And I eat there like maybe three days a week on average. I eat mm-hmm. there a lot, a lot. Mm-hmm. At least once a week I eat there. Um, I eat there so often that when I walk in, the owner just tells me to sit down and she brings me my food. Um, and I usually eat – do you like Vietnamese food? I do like Vietnamese food. I, I mean, I'm not like super nuts about it, but I eat it. Yeah, I like it. I usually eat like a vermicelli bowl with pork. So like noodles, greens, pork, mm-hmm. and like dry. I don't always – do i don't normally do soup so over christmas break i didn't go to the office for a while because i was off and um the week before christmas people were on vacation so i worked from home so i didn't go in for quite a while and then right after new year's i was on reddit and i subscribed to a subreddit for berkeley okay so do you do any local subreddits i'm in the r los angeles okay i do r berkeley i i kind of like it it's like to see like local crime or you know, whatever. Um, I like it. Berkeley, though. So I do Oakland, I do Berkeley, and I do San Francisco. Mm-hmm. And Berkeley is a lot of students asking stupid questions like, I'm taking Econ 117. Do you think I'll be okay if I can't buy a textbook until the third week or something like that? Uh, do you know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's just not really relevant. The other two are really good. But anyway, just after New Year's, this man posted that he just bought a sandwich at Saigon Express. Um, Saigon Express does uh, like banh mi sandwiches, like Vietnamese sandwiches. Mm-hmm. And when he was eating it, he found metal strips in the sandwich. Ew. I know. And people started asking all kinds of questions in the beginning. And he ended up posting pictures of the metal. Um, and it, it just looks like maybe like the bristles on a steel brush, something like that. Yeah. Like, small and whatever. But somehow two of them got into a sandwich, which is gross. And I posted that I that I go there frequently and I've had no troubles, whatever. But then, Joey, people started posting all their horror stories about this place. Oh, my gosh. One person had a story that involved maggots. <gasps> a lot of stories about hares. A few stories about getting food poisoning and they think that this place is responsible. Mm-hmm. And the clincher really is... Um, one person posted a link to the city of Berkeley's um, health inspection site. Mm-hmm. And on December 2nd, they received a major violation that required them to immediately fix the violation or to close. And the violation was something about like improper storage of food and something about refrigeration or something. Uh-huh. Which, I mean, if you've ever worked in a restaurant, like at any given time, there's probably major violations going on everywhere. But um, I've never had a single issue with this place. I've never gotten sick off of their food. I feel like mm, I've knock on some wood if I were you. I really like routine, and I know I really like knowing like exactly how many carbs I'm eating. Like I've eaten this lunch so many times that I'm really good at like giving myself the right amount of insulin for it and everything, and it works for me. What would you do? Would you keep going there? I haven't been back since. Before Christmas. 
if it was one complaint, I would probably just brush it off. But if it were, if it's that the large number of complaints that you're saying, and then you did the research, I would probably stop going. It would just sort of mentally gross me out, even if, yeah. even if I was like, ah, oh, it's just a bunch of people who are mad, you know. Um, have you been? Did you go back any time after the first complaint on Reddit? No, I can't. Oh, I'm gonna can't. say like, is it still pa- like? Hmm. I feel like if um this was a different neighborhood, a Reddit complaint like this would not ruin the business. But it's a college town, like in that place, pretty much every lunch hour is packed with college kids and high school kids. So I feel like Reddit might actually be the right place to post something like this and have it do damage to their business. I don't know. We'll see. I really can't get past the mental block of it. Like somebody talking about maggots and then the like bad refrigeration violation and stuff. So hmm. I'm going to have to find new food to eat. I think Are there, aren't there, I'm sure there are other places around yeah, here. There's a lot of options. There's a lot of like sandwich shops and delis and um, stuff like that. But like the Vietnamese food I felt just was like, fresh and like good <laughs> but oh okay well it, it was weird though like the reddit complaints like people are like this is disgusting and how foul it is and like i'm never gonna put that in my body again but then like the dude who had the metal in his sandwich was mm-hmm. so worried he went and had x-rays done he went to the er what? well he thought that maybe he ate some of them so he thought it could, like, rip him open. So he went to the ER and had x-rays done. And I'm like, x-rays aren't good for you either. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, I mean, they're not good for you. But um, if you have, like, I mean, you said they're little metal. I mean, how big was the metal? It was you said, like, like bristles. Steel bristles. Yeah, it was about the the um, but I diameter he, of a, did they a cut quarter. A, I mean, if they, that's pretty big. But if, yeah. if he ate any of them he would have felt that i mean if i eat a dorito the wrong way i can't talk (laughs) for a week you know yeah yeah um yeah i don't know it's weird um i just can't see myself going back though so oh no so what's going on in the bay area michael what's the news what's the haps what are the news stories in oakland well bay area um, san francisco san francisco has a decent mexican food i would say I'm not an expert, but you would agree that we could get a good burrito here, right? No, San Francisco has great Mexican food. Okay. Um, so do you know this app, Postmates? Have no, you, I've I never heard of it. I don't think you guys have it in LA yet, but it's an app that allows you to hire regular people that also have the app to pick things up for you around the city. There's a million apps that do this. Postmates is one that's used a lot up here. Mostly it's food, uh, but... Uh, Postmates just released data showing some of the most popular places that people using the app like to eat. So I can open up the Postmates app and I could say like, hey, pick me up a burrito at wherever. And that happens. They come to you. It's I think it's like less than $5 for each pickup. So you pay the person to do it for you. Mm-hmm. And you pay for the food and everything through the app. So... Uh, they just released data showing some of the most popular pace, places that people using the app like to eat. And you know, I mean, there's decent food up here. What do you think the number one place on the list is? I'll tell you it's a chain restaurant. Number one. <laughs> well, this is <laughs> this is tough because now we use a Trello. So I read the story. So I know exactly. Oh, did you read the whole story? Yeah, I read, I read all your oh. stories. Oh. Yeah. Well, you should, number put, one, you should put in the future. We should probably put "do not read" if we are going to do that. Okay. Number one is Chipotle. Chipotle, okay. Joey. You, I feel like that's not super bad, but when there's like really good burritos and it's going to cost you the same exact thing, you're not even going to pick it up. It's not like well, Chipotle's closer. It's going to cost you the exact same thing. I think I have an answer for this, but continue. What What is the answer? What do you think? I think, and you know, I mean, I haven't worked in an office office in a long time, and you work in a small office, but I'm thinking back to our days when we worked at the same office, mm-hmm. and it's getting people to agree yeah. on a okay. place. I think it, I, I, I'm going to call it the Mitt Romney problem, you know, where no. basically you have all these choices. Let's imagine, like, remember there was like a ton of people running for president in 2012, right? 
And they landed up with Mitt Romney because he was just the least offensive choice. Okay. You know? It, like, and, dilutes everything else. Yeah. So I think everyone's like, well, we all – okay, we all – because then someone goes, like, well, I want to go to El Farolito. And the other person goes, like, oh, I don't like that place. My cousin went there one time. And I don't know. Then the person's like, I don't know. Yeah. What do they have there? And then the other person's like, oh, but – and they're like, okay. And then finally – I got, got metal on my burrito there. I got metal on my burrito there. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. you know, a bunch of things. Um so it's on the other side of town or some dumb thing, right? And so it's yeah. just, it's just at, at the end of the day, it's like, okay, fine, just Taco Bell. Right. You know? Right. Well, it's surprising you said Taco Bell. So number two on the list is a place called Papalote Mexican, which is good. Um, Tacolicious is on there. And then it, all the way down to number eight, which is still really high on the list. Number eight, Joey, is Taco Bell. Taco Bell. Yeah. That Like you can get an actual taco with like meat. For, that you know was part of a cow or you could get taco bell and people choose taco bell it blows my mind to me to, that we have access to good food and people are doing this one of the comments in the story kind i think maybe describes um what's happening here i think what you said is certainly possible with something like chipotle which is like decent food but still chain and like it is what it is. Well, but. I like that the person who wrote the article says, like, uh, I mean, Chipotle, I mean, I guess it's okay. Chipotle, and I've talked about this before, their whole basis of their Mexican food is based on the San Francisco version of Mexican food. So I don't know how you can shit on Chipotle that much. Yeah, but, like, I I, I, I understand what you're saying. Um, one of the comments, so I'm going to read it, because I think that maybe this is actually what's happening. It said... This guy said, Taco Bell is not Mexican food, McDonald's isn't burgers, Bud Light isn't beer, but you don't tell yourself, hey, I really want a burger and go to McDonald's. You say to yourself, hey, I want McDonald's. It's a different category that sometimes you just want. Sometimes I just don't want to think when I drink a beer and I get a Bud Light. Who cares? Same goes with Taco Bell. It's not Mexican food. It's Taco Bell. I think that guy's right. And, he, and the other thing you can't deny with Taco Bell, I actually, I rarely, rarely go to Taco Bell. But here's for the reason you don't, not for the reasons you think. You would think, oh, oh, because Joe is this Mexican food connoisseur. No, because this guy's right. Taco Bell is its own thing. Mm-hmm. I mostly don't go because I don't like Pepsi. And all the. <laughs> yeah. And I'm, I'm, I am with you, actually. Yeah. And so I'm going, like, okay. I'd rather go like Del. Well, they don't have Del Taco up there, right? I also just like Del Taco better. We have Del Tacos around, but uh-huh. none in the city. Yeah, they're not as prevalent as they are down here. Yeah. Um, and Del Taco sells Diet Coke or Coke and Coke products, and Taco Bell doesn't. And I also think just Del Taco's better. But I, ha- you know, I, I, I was at Taco Bell fairly recently, and. I can't remember what I ordered, and it was like $2. I mean, it's cheap. cheap and that's the other yeah. thing you can't Every once in a while, I do get in the mood for a Taco Bell taco or like Nachos Bell Grande or something. So, like, I do get why you might go event like every once in a while. But for it to be so high on this list is what was mind-blowing to me. Because I, I bet you people go, like, it's cheap and it's fast and everybody knows what they're getting. It's like, it's yeah. just It really is just um... – If it's cheap, though, like, why are you spending $5 – to have it delivered to you. Like, if you're really looking to save Well, but cash. if you're in office, though, right? It's just $5 for the office. You can get an entire office. Not per person, is it? No, per delivery. Yeah. So they could do a whole office for $5. That's nothing. It's pennies. Sure. And you can get all the double-decker tacos that you want. I remember my grandma. <laughs> uh, I may have told this story on the show. We were driving by a Taco Bell. And she said that her, she and my grandpa, because it's right by their house, had started going to Taco Bell. And I was like, oh, you get the double-decker taco? And she was like, this is all – I don't speak Spanish. I speak to her in English, and she speaks to me in Spanish. <laughs> but she responds, um, I don't know what that is. And I tell her what it is. I explain. It's a taco wrapped uh, – then they take a flour to tea with beans, refried beans on it, and they wrap it around the taco. Mm-hmm. Mike Lawson, she laughed <laughs> so hard. It was like the way you laughed at my first story. That's how hard she laughed. I didn't laugh like, hard at that story. Crying, laughing, crying, uh-huh. right? Like laughing and telling my grandpa, listen to what Joey's saying. He's trying to like trick us and tell us that they have this like <laughs> crazy thing. Like who would ever do that? You know? Yeah. M- meanwhile, I love the double decker taco. 
Really? It's not my favorite. I really like um, a cheese quesadilla there, which sounds so stupid, but they put like gross sauce in it that's amazing. Like mayonnaise sauce or something. I don't. Do they still sell the. Um, the. Uh, Cinnamon twist? No, 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 no. Like this, like. I don't know what they called it. It was like a. Oh, Mexican pizza. They still sell the Mexican oh, yeah, pizza. Yeah, yeah, oh, I used yeah. to like that when I was in high school. <laughs> right? I like how this story started with me shitting on Taco Bell and then it's going to end with me going to Taco Bell for dinner. <laughs> well, again, once again, you know, I used to have big debates with a uh, friend of the show, Shane, because uh, Shane swears Taco Bell is better than Del Taco. And. I don't know how a reasonable human being would ever think that. No, never. You're no, right. because also Del Taco, you can get French fries. And yes. I'm going to tell you something. If you're by a Del Taco, because even people who live by a Del Taco, who go to Del Taco, never trust this. Their burger is not bad. I've had it. We used to go to Del Taco a lot when I was in high school. And I've had a burger there. It's okay. Yeah, I'm, not, um, I'm not saying it's great. I don't. I never go to Del Taco and think to get a burger. But yeah. I've gotten one. I'm like, eh. Better than I thought it would be. One of the primary reasons I go to Pride 48 in Vegas every year is because there's a Taco Bell right there. <laughs> a Taco Bell or Del Taco? Oh, I'm sorry, a Del Taco. Is there one inside the casino? No, it's you have to walk over the bridge. It's on across from New York, New York. Oh, oh, that's right. We went there together we've, one Yeah, time. we've been there. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> what else, what's happening in L.A.? Any news stories you want to talk about? Yeah, Mike. Um, two men tried to buy a woman's toddler for $100 at a grocery store. And she was like, mm, $150. Yeah. Is he, <laughs> what, what kind of underwear is he wearing? Uh, the woman was shopping last night at around, well, I don't know what it was last night. It was earlier this week. At around 6.30 p.m. at Baja Ranch Market uh, on Citrus Avenue in Covina, a man walked up to the woman as she was checking out and told her that she and her son were beautiful. He then asked, can I buy your son? Wait. <laughs> the woman told him no, uh-huh. and the man continued to compliment her son's attractiveness. A witness told KTLA that she also heard this exchange. The woman said she wi- waited until the man had left the store before venturing out to her car. However, the man pulled up to her in the parking lot, this time with a second man in the car. Again, he began talking about her son's appearance and making the same offer. That He then got out of the car with a $100 bill in hand and said, go ahead and take it. Just take it. The other man tried to coerce her into the deal as well. Eventually, what? the man dropped the money into her shopping cart, then got back in the car and drove away. Covina police believe this was an attempt at human trafficking. Um, Mike, would you ever try to buy a child? Or if you, ha- <laughs> if you had a child, how much would you sell him or her for? You would have to pay me to take a child. I know. Seriously. I don't get it. Like, do is this how people really get into traf- humans get trafficked? Is that... They they just approach them in the middle of a grocery store. It seems like seems really weird. But you have to know you have to know that a house is for sale before you make an offer. You don't just like go knock on someone's door and say like I want to buy your house. Well, here's not beyond that. Don't you think also it's sort of offense. I mean, the whole thing's offensive, but it's offensive how low the price was. A hundred dollars is way too low. Yeah, like don't you think like, she probably was buying more in her grocery cart. Do you know what I mean? Like, like she probably yeah. spent more than that at the grocery store. Like day. even think about it. Even let's say she doesn't like the kid, and she was wishing someone would come buy her kid, right? Yeah. Just think of the money she, the money and energy and pain and all the work she's put into raising the kid. To how old this, was he? Uh, they don't mention in the story how old he was. Hmm. But imagine like all the money and time and energy. Two year old. Two-year-old son. Okay. So for two years, not to count the time she was like pregnant with him, we're, just, we're going on close to three years invested in yeah. this kid, right? Even if you like go on Craigslist and buy a dog, you're not supposed to buy dogs on Craigslist, but they do like rehoming fees because the person is out money because they've they've had the dog in their, their house for so long. So you pay the person because they've been – and it would be higher than $100. I like how dogs. we're doing a lot of stories on um, – uh, how to get around rules on Craigslist and eBay. <laughs> Can't sell underwear? Call it athletic shorts. Yeah. Can't sell a dog? Call it rehoming fee. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. Well, you always give a useful consumer tips here on catching up. That's so bizarre, though. I don't 
Do you think that ever works? And why would you do this? I mean, it's so clearly illegal what they're doing. Why would you so openly do this at a supermarket where, like, other people can hear? Yeah, that's weird. It's all weird. I almost feel wait. And when you ended the story, you said they dropped the hundred in the do- the cart and said just take it. But then they left, so she got a hundred bucks out of this, right? She, I, well, I, I, I don't know if that's the way that. Let me see here. He put the bill in her hand, said, "Go ahead and take it. Just take it." The other man tried to coerce her into the deal as well. Eventually, the man dropped the money into her shopping cart, then got back in the car and drove away. I'll bet you what she was doing. She was like, "I'm going to call the cops on you right now," right? Maybe he thought, like, I'm just going to leave the 100 and she'll leave and won't call the cops. Yes, that's what think? I'm thinking. And he's like, you yeah. know what? I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm just going to leave this $100 here hoping she wouldn't call the cops. Meanwhile, I think – now, actually, I think there's an update. I think they actually caught these men, didn't they? Oh, I didn't read that part. Oh, maybe they haven't. I thought that they had, though, but maybe not. Um, Yeah, like, th- this story is just weird all around. Yeah, I don't get it. Like why? And then also, yeah, it's it. Because it, then you're thinking like, what are they gonna do to this kid? Mm, I don't want to think about that part. Hmm. They're gonna, yeah, I don't know. Hey Joey, listen to this. Yeah. Um, up here uh, on public transit, uh, as you probably can guess, every inch of available space counts. And there's this movement to stop what people are calling man spreading on crowded trains. This kind of started in New York City, and now it's made its way to San Francisco. But manspreading is when men take up too much room on the the train by spreading their legs in a wide V. Mm -hmm. So in New York, they have ads going up that say, stop the spread. And currently, there are no penalties for manspreading. But some transit activists think that that would be a good thing, is to find people that are caught doing that. And I want to know your opinion on this. Well, first of all, how would you actually really ever catch somebody? Because one, it's very subjective. Two, the second you see a cop come by, you just close your legs. I mean, it's the the easiest thing to get out of, you know? Yeah. On top of that, too, though, right now on the train, you'll see a person with a dog. You're not supposed to eat on the train, and you'll see people with, like, full-on meals, and you'll see people drinking liquor all the time. Here's the thing. We're getting into gender issues here now. Because yeah. essentially, here's the thing, is I've been on a crowded train before, not as often as someone like in the Bay Area or with a major public transit system, but I've been on it enough. And men, yes, they do the man spreading because people inherently, human beings, especially in urban areas or Americans, don't want people sitting that close to them. So they try and, you know, puff up their personal space. So people oh. won't sit next to them, you right? You think so? Oh, yeah. That's the theory behind manspreading is that men have – I a... thought it was they don't want to squish their balls. No. No, no, no. The theory is that men have some sort of uh, – men who, the men who do manspreading where they don't want anyone to sit next to them so they spread out so that it sort of like says don't sit next to me. It's sort of like a weird body language, okay? Oh. And, um, and it gets in their space. Yeah, it has nothing to do with balls. I mean you could – Put your legs together, right? And 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 also, it's just a, a blatant disregard for people. But then, now I don't know. Again, I don't go on a lot of public transit, so maybe there are already rules in place for this. But I've often seen women and slender men do this thing where they just put their shit on a seat next to them or next to them so that you can't sit there. I mean, it's essentially it's it's thing spreading, you know. Yeah. And are there rules against that? Yeah. Oh, okay. There are. Yeah. But I I hear you. I thought it was about balls, but this is called man spreading. It's not like people spreading, right? It's specifically well, saying men are doing well, this more than women. I think women would do it if it didn't look so bizarre if a woman just like spread her legs like a truck driver. Yeah. You know? Well, I'm sure women do it. I'm just thinking maybe it's a problem that happens with men more than women, and that's why it's called man spreading. Yeah. Yeah. So, but wait, is this sexist then to say that men need to stop doing this? Well, no, or? I thought it was. So I, I was wrong. I was, that's why I was asking the question. I was saying, do they also come down on people who like? Oh yeah, that is against the rules too. Okay, yeah, okay. Totally. But that one's easier to sort of spot. I think because even the picture in the article you posted on Trello, mm-hmm. I felt even that article was a little like I was like, well, I mean, I don't know. Is it really? I mean, at what point are you telling people how to sit? Does that right. make sense? So, mm-hmm. like, look, there's obvious – you could do – in the picture they have in the article, you could do a very, very blatant, like, 
you know, like beer guzzling couch potato, like spread out on a couch. And then you would, you know, you could show man spreading like that. But the one, the picture in there, it's like, well, a guy should be able to like, at least have his legs somewhat apart, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I don't think the the picture, let me look again, but I don't think the picture in the article is super clear that it's man spreading. Am I wrong? I've actually, I've actually noticed that I sit that way. I don't just be out of comfort to like. Um, I, since this whole like movement has, um, gained traction, I've noticed how I sit on the train a little bit more. And so I've found myself closing my legs and I, I guess maybe this is a good thing that they're making this apparent or this making this an issue because it's not saying that men are doing this on purpose and they're awful people. It's just saying like, Hey, a lot of people do this and it makes it hard for others in their commute. So stop it. Yeah. So it's not like anyone doing this is like a bad person and whatever. It's more just like, be aware of this. Here's the thing too. You know what? I'm, I'm, I'm changing. I'm, I'm going to add to my opinion here. I'm looking at the thumbnail. Cause I think it starts a video, which I didn't watch. It's the thumbnail that you, when you load the article, Mm Mm-hmm. I don't feel that that guy's sitting in an offensive way. I'll be honest well, with you. it's not offensive. It's more like – same with the stuff on the seat. I don't care. If we're on an empty train and there are 15 seats and you have your shit next to you because you don't want it on your lap, cool. Or you don't want someone to sit next to you, cool. But when the train is absolutely packed and there are you know, 15 people standing up, you should put your shit in your lap so that someone could use that seat. And the I understand that. Like, if you're but, if you're comfortable on a train and it's empty, cool. But you might have to be a little uncomfortable and put your legs together so that someone could sit next to you once it gets busy. I have another counter to that, but I'll come back to it in a second. But I'm talking about the specific thumbnail they have on their article. I don't. Sure. Think, I don't think if I was a cop who had to look for man spreading, I don't know if I would cite that guy. You know, like I don't think it's that bad. That's why I'm saying that it gets really subjective. One, two, what are we also saying here? Because this is coming from a guy who's bigger, who know people who are bigger, and men are just bigger, right? Sure. Even you, you're a thin guy, but you're tall. You know, yeah. you're gonna take up more room. And what I'm speaking to is because obviously it's more of an airplane thing, but their people are making seats smaller because they're trying to squeeze more seats in. You yeah. know, and so maybe it's it's a combination of we just have to we have to be honest that we're just bigger people. One and two that they're making this seat smaller for economical reasons. So you know what? Maybe the problem is like yeah, just build more cars and make more seats. You sure. know, be, or, or like make bigger or what seats. if what if there's no seats? What if the, you had entire trains? So there are seats for certain trains, but like. Maybe you had entire cars that are just poles, and you have you have to stand. Well, this is also one of those things where you. I'm not saying I, I, I yearn for the old days. I really don't. I'm one of the people who always thinks now is better than it ever was. You know, my dad thinks like the 50s were like the best time ever, and I'm like, no, it wasn't right. But there is something to be said about these kinds of problems were solved back then because it'd be like, well, why would a man be? Standing up if a woman is um, standing up. You know what I'm saying? Like it would have been – that would have not even been an issue. This is kind of turning into uh, manspreading. There's Okay, pictures, you sent me – you texted um, me a picture. Yeah, th- No, those yeah. ones, those are clear manspreading. There's one – the first one, the dude's in his underwear because it was the like no pants on the train day or yeah. whatever. But like he's a tall guy and he's – but he is sitting comfortably. He could be sitting – and being less comfortable and the lady on his uh left or his right wouldn't be like you know all scrunched up like she is but i th- i think the point is just like your comfort has to you have to give up a little bit of your own comfort when everyone else on the train is up no i agree with you that's, and, that's and, the, and the pictures yeah, yeah, yeah. you sent me yeah that guy's being a dick and the and the, the lower picture that guy is totally being a dick he, the, the body language there says don't sit next to me that's wrong right but see, here's the thing. Um, hashtag manspreading has become a thing. If you do hashtag manspreading on Twitter, you'll see a bunch of pictures. People are using the hashtag to quote-unquote ridicule people, ridicule men that are manspreading, okay? Men that are manspreading. So the problem with number two that I showed you, Joey, you said like he's clearly doing that. It's rude. He doesn't want anyone sitting next to him. But what I don't like is you don't know. What if he's the only guy on this train? 
the only that's guy. A good point. Why can't that's he a good sit, point. Why can't he sit? You're right. That's a good you know? point. And so I worry. Um, we've talked about in the past. I follow a guy who kind of is like um, prides himself on ridiculing people that he sees on the New York City subway. Mm-hmm. And I follow him, and it annoys me every time because he's like, look at this person doing this awful thing on the train, but you don't know. Like, what if they're just being comfortable because it's not putting anyone out, and I'm totally okay with that. Like, you, I don't think that cutting your toenails is ever okay on the subway, but, like, just sitting comfortably when no one else is around you, I think that's totally fine. But uh, the end. Uh, so... Yeah, no, 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 no. Yeah, I, I, you're right. I mean, we can get into bigger issues. I think there are some sort. There is a sort of gender underlying gender issue here too, because I think if men were, I'm sure women have their own version. I don't know what it is, but if men were to point out, oh, look at this woman doing this, or women, no, well, if you said, here's it's tricky. If you said, here's a woman doing this, right? Uh, I don't think anyone would have a problem with that, right? When they be like, oh, what a rude person okay but if you may if you came up with like oh here we go you know women spreading oh my god there would be such a huge issue i mean i don't know what the equivalent would be i feel i feel right. human beings that there's a certain type of human being and it's not specific to men it's also women do it too who um just are inconsiderate dicks you know and um so it, it concerns me when it's sort of um it's 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 relegated just to men. Men only men do this, and women are very. That does not said directly, but it's, there's sort of the implication. So I'm, 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 yeah. I'm, I'm curious as what to again. I don't ride a lot of public transit, but what the equivalent woman thing is. Yeah, well, there's um, there's some pushback on social media where men are posting pictures of women crossing their legs, like um, uh, at the knee. And how much space that takes up with their legs like dangling out. It's it's actually kind of annoying. Um, but I, I would say the equivalent wouldn't be that. It would be more what I've seen has been more women putting their stuff next yeah. to them because they don't want someone sitting next to them. Which probably is born be, because they've had creeps sit next to them and do you yeah. know what I mean? Creep them out a mm-hmm. little bit. So they just want to keep that space there. But I, I think it's rude. Just as rude as man spreading. Speaking of rude... Um, somebody hacked an LA traffic sign to display an offensive sign, actually to, to display an offensive sign. The actual sign actually really liked it. They hacked the sign to read. It's one of those traffic signs that tell you like, yeah. oh, you know, light close up ahead or whatever, but they hacked it to read, read a fucking book. <laughs> and what's funny is they're like, oh my God, can you believe this? It's actually really funny. But on Reddit a few years ago, and I saved the article, somebody who worked for Caltrans, posted an article about how easy it is to do that and i've actually always wanted to do it but i wouldn't put read a fucking book i was gonna write like you know adnan did it or something like that you know <laughs> um because because uh-huh. it is i mean i can't remember the specific i mean the person did like a, a photo tutorial of how to do it it's essentially like there's a password right to get in there and uh-huh. um i sent that sounds that sounds already too no, no, hard. No, 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 no. Because the guy was saying he works for Caltrans is because different people have to access it. They just keep it the the uh, password that came with it, and it's like one two three four or something like that, right? Oh, okay. And so yeah. he's like, yeah, it's just like it's just like password or whatever it is, you know. And then you just go in there and you just type whatever you want and you leave. He's like, no one ever checks it unless they have to change it. And he's like, oh my god, you know, anyone could do that, uh, like. This is because people get really, as you and I know, people get mad about the yeah. silliest thing. So you know, someone's like, "Someone's telling me to read a book." <laughs> this is America. How dare they? I use Kindle. <laughs> My two-year-old was in the car, and you're like, "Does your two-year-old read?" <laughs> you know? Yeah. How dare you? <laughs> but I, who would you even call? I wonder. Ghostbusters. What a horrible joke. Hmm. What do you got going on next That's week, awful. Joey? I'm intentionally not doing anything. I'm intentionally turning down all uh, efforts to hang out because, um, you know, between Christmas and New Year's, you know, I've been trying to lose weight. I've been losing weight working out. But between Christmas and New Year's, um, I 
just was like, ah, you know what? I'm going to take a break. I'm not going to worry about my weight. And I didn't gain any weight. Yeah. But I just stayed the same. Yeah. We kind of talked about this over text. We weren't recording, so, like, it's appropriate to talk about. But I kind of real quickly wanted to bring up – I feel like um, we only talk about things like – we only talk when we record now. So I feel like everything I tell you needs to have, like, a beginning, a middle, and an end. I can't just say, like, what do you think about this? Like it. Mm -hmm. So I've been using MyFitnessPal, which is an app that allows you to count calories. And you can even scan barcodes of food, and it'll enter the nutritional information into your calorie diary, which is pretty cool. And so I put in all my info, Joey, and my goal weight and everything. And I know you use MyFitnessPal. So it mm-hmm. produced daily calorie goal for me, and mine is like like 1,600 calories a day. And it syncs to my Fitbit. So like it allows me to eat more calories if I'm more active in a day. Yeah. But, Joey, it turns out that 1,600 calories is not a lot of calories. <laughs> I texted you the other day, um, yesterday, Steve and I went to a greasy diner for breakfast, and I had steak mm-hmm. and eggs. And yeah. then I went and did some writing at Starbucks, and I tried this new whole milk drink that they're promoting. And when mm-hmm. I sat down and entered everything, it's, Joey, not even lunchtime yet, and I had like 200 calories left for the day. No, it's awful. I, well, I, I get more calories than that. But not not a lot, like a hundred more calories. But um, yeah, you're like, what? I just, God. So All right. maybe my goal is too aggressive. But my idea was for the first week at least, I was gonna just document everything I I ate. I wasn't gonna change anything, just document. So then I would see if mm-hmm. what the pattern is, and it looks like I need to cut like a thousand calories a day, <laughs> somehow. Um. Yeah. You know. Uh. Well, with me this week, it's that um you know i went to the gym back to the kettlebell gym yeah and it kicked my ass and i can't walk (laughs) and so i wasn't able to move around that much this week literally it's been awful mike lawson awful like remember remember i told you last week that i graduated yeah to uh the regular kettlebell class right because they felt sorry for you (laughs) yeah mike do we need to talk about how um I show up to the first one, and by the way, everybody in there is my age or around my age, so it's not like – there's no excuse like, oh, well, they're all younger. Right. You know? No. They're all my age. Everybody knew what the fuck they were doing. They're like, huh, huh, huh. and I was like, what's, what's going on here? And then, Mike, it kicked my ass. I couldn't walk for like two days after that. Like, today is the first day where I'm not like in pain moving. Well, maybe you took it a little too hard then, right? Well, you're in a class though. Yeah, but you can, like, take it easy. Like, do one for every two that they do or something if you're getting no, tired. I was, no, I was doing that. It oh. was just like, <laughs> you know, when you go from when you go from handicapped class to regular class, uh-huh. it's it's like, oh, wait, now I have to be, like, a normal person? Look, it, the good thing, I'm glad because the other, it was, I, w- I was thinking the other class was way too easy. Good, yeah. You know? So now this one is going to, you know, if I'm sore, that's good. You're but, making uh, but, progress. Like the soreness but, means you're like actually making changes. It's good. Exactly. But again, this week was shot um, weight wise because I wasn't able to really do it. I said it was just like so sedentary because I couldn't move. It hurt. Because you were in an Epsom salt bath. <laughs> oh, does that help? I never used it. That, that's what it's for, right? Is like to soak muscles. I don't know. Oh, I, I don't know. actually. I never know knew what it was. It was like all these like old timey little rascals medicines. I never knew like you know like castor oil and Epsom salt and fleet enemas. I don't know what any of. Those I don't even are. have a bathtub, so I don't think I could even do it. But I only have a shower. But all right, well, Joey, it was super nice catching up with you. I'm gonna go uh, eat some Taco Bell and enter it into my my fitness pal. You're being funny. Before I say go to hell. Um, one thing is, um, I, I had to do that the other day because I went to Taco Bell and, and they, I think actually now a double decker taco, I think it's only like, <laughs> oh, it's, it's 300 calories. Cool. Like 300 calories. If, if you have one, how many calories do you have left today? Um, I think I'm like almost negative actually. Oh really? <laughs> and I haven't oh, eaten yeah. dinner. <laughs> I know. I, I do that now. You know, I had a kind of a, not a super large breakfast, but just larger than I usually have. I'm like, well, no lunch. <laughs> That's not healthy, though, either. I know. I, I, you can I'm just eat, doing it today. You can eat, like, low calorie for lunch. No, I know. I know. I, I actually took an, I, you know, I didn't get a lot of sleep. This is boring. All right, go to hell, Mike. <laughs> Bye, Joey. Bye.
Thank you for listening to another episode of Catching Up. Find a new episode each week at cupodcast.com, in iTunes, or in the Stitcher Smart Radio app. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash cupodcast. Follow us on Twitter at cupodcast. Email us at guys at cupodcast.com. Or call our listener line at 510-239-7798. Um, yeah, I mean... Um, uh, um, um, uh, um, uh, um, use action to defeat worry and fear. Do something to change what can be changed, and you'll no longer be afraid.